Welcome to the Los Ponies Podcast, coming to you live from Los Alamitos Racecourse. Curtis, we have arrived. We have made it. It is officially Bank of America Challenge Championship Night here at Los Alamitos. We have uh, all of a couple horses coming out here, going to test uh, the Los Al surface. Well, I don't see a whole lot of horses having a, a pretty good chance, but if you're looking for prices, they're definitely there. Um, I think they offer some, some good value. Cowboy Jim was a horse that I didn't include, but I think he might have a, a, a shot uh, if he takes to the surface, but that's always the, the key. How are they going to handle the nighttime racing? It's going to be a fun week to to be here at Los Al. I walked into the parking lot, I see the license plates from Colorado, Arizona. <laughs> that's when you know it's going to be a big weekend. Yeah, I remember when I went to Sunland and there was New Mexico, there was Oklahoma, yeah. there was Texas. I mean, it, it was all over. Usually you just see California and uh, but once we get the big races rolling, uh, people are driving into town. Yeah, it's going to be a good one here at Los Al. Why don't we go back um, and look at last week's event, Super Derby. A birth of the champion of champions was earned, and this time it went to the T-Rex, the, the dinosaur. Yes. The Clydesdale of quarter horses, <laughs> Jessica Cartel. He might have broken the best he's ever broken. Yes. Once he broke like that... Mm-hmm. Five yards out of the gate, I was like, it's over. Yeah, he was uh, just in his own little world uh, on the end of the... I, I tweeted out the final eight. I think he went 9-4-3 uh, for the final eight of, of uh, that straightaway race there. He just looked like a monster. And Cruz wasn't asking him at no, all. not at all. And the race was just for uh, for the rest of the field there. KVN Corona held on for a second. But, I mean, 440's got to be to his liking. And it's... Uh, so he's he's... I think the owners are just over the moon because he was supplemented. He wasn't paid into, he was supplemented. He made the final, he won the final, almost a million bucks there in the final. Yeah. And now he earns his birth into the champion of champions. And given his stride, he's he should love the 440. Yeah, I, I agree. After a, a break like that, it was, okay. L let's see what he's got because uh, in the trial, um, he didn't, he was closing, yeah. but he didn't show a monster late kick. But it, I listened to the interview with Mark Skeen afterwards, and he said that uh, he didn't like being drawn on the yeah, outside. He uh -huh. wanted to be uh, within runners, and, and he's a competitive horse, so once he uh, got people around him, he wanted to go by, and that, and that was uh, to his liking on a Super Derby night. And kudos to uh, KV and Corona. No shame in running second. Yeah. Uh, the only time he ever lost here, Los Al, was in the Super Derby, finishing second, and we learned uh, via Paul Jones. Uh, he posted on social media, KVN is officially retired. Yeah, I believe he's going to Lazy E uh, mm -hmm. to stand there. Uh, he's not going to, we're going to have to bid him farewell yeah. here in California. He's going to go uh, do stud duty. But uh, I guess maybe they didn't want to diminish his, his uh, breeding value. Uh, but he was on fire there. I mean, one of the best two-year-old seasons uh, we had ever seen. And, I mean, running second in the Super Derby is no small, no small feat. Uh, but I guess they just thought it was time, so uh, we'll have to see his babies in a couple so years. Hopefully we get to see some of his babies in the near future. So that's a wrap-up on the Super Derby. And we're going to look ahead to Saturday's card. It should be a good one here with the AQHA Challenge Championships. But before we do that, lock of the night, 6-1. to 6-1 to one lock of the night. That's right. Yeah, that was... Shadow of War, yes. Seven to one, uh, seven to one, seven to two in the morning. Nine went off at six to one. The wire came up just in yeah. time. Is that the longest uh, price for a, for a lock of the night we've maybe, had? Maybe. I, I've had another one, but I think for the podcast itself, 
It's yeah, been, it's that, been, was, that was definitely yeah. a, a good hit. I don't even remember mine, so no. uh, we, we don't need to talk about it. I, I think I've had a string of seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah bring in the sad yeah. trumpets. I think you had, I think it was a second place finish. Yeah, uh, I, I forget who it was, but I, I know the week before that it was Unlimited, yeah. who ran second again to Bestus. Uh, Bestus, Bestus was, that's yeah. right. For, second. Uh, yeah, he uh, Justin Joyner. ran second to the favorite, and then before that unlimited again so I, I gotta snap the second itis yeah so you, you're looking forward to to tonight's uh, card and maybe get yourself a little bit of redemption so let's dive in saturday night's program here the bank of america challenge championship championships here at los alamitos 10 races on tap we're gonna have a few uh, around the hook races to begin the card but it should be a good night of racing reminder nhc handicapping contest on track mm -hmm. a very nice belt buckle for the first 2400 yep. paid admissions on the track there's going to be a lot of people going in and out and paying those three dollar admissions that's right to get it get a few of those the belt buckles have been the hottest giveaway uh, i've seen uh, in a long time you know usually it's sweatshirts t-shirts hats and we we have a lot of different colors they've stepped up their game there but these belt buckles that i mean everybody everybody comes out for those yeah they're, they're legit uh, they're going to be a hot item to watch and of course, Mike Smith is going to be on track signing posters. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to be in the main level of the grandstand um, signing posters, $25 per poster. Uh, all the proceeds will benefit uh, the, the Sam Townsend Memorial Foundation. So get, uh, get here early. Uh, it should be a fun night. And um, let's, di let's dive into the program. Consensus picks are in the program here. We'll tweet them up as well. I think LaSalle, uh, LaSalle Racing already tweeted them out. One name missing from the consensus, Quarter GD. That is because he's playing in the contest. Yep. So he, he doesn't want to give a little bit of edge yep. to his competitors. Exactly. That's uh, his thing when there's a, an NHC seat on the line. He says he doesn't want to show any of his cards. He doesn't want to give anybody a helping hand. At a he goes into that Cyril Dark 30 like LeBron does, yep. like the playoffs. Yep. No social media. No, he, he told me. <laughs> He, he was like, are you kidding me? Because uh, we had bowling on Wednesday. I said, oh, you do yeah. your picks. Are you crazy? There's an NHC tournament <laughs> on. I'm not, I'm not giving any of my picks away. So, But uh, his rival, the Beast, uh, Mike Rosenthal, yeah. who has won the past two mm -hmm. contests, he has says... He, has he won both? I believe so. Okay. I, I, I think George has told me that, and uh, Berger can maybe confirm later, but he says... The only reason he's coming out is to beat George. Really? So we have a big rivalry, nice. Kyle. I wish there's Pete's on the yeah, line in this one. Yeah, and it's going to be a fun, uh, fun way to track down. So you can play in the handicapping contest if you want to. Here at Los Alamos Track, sign up by the Racing Rewards. That is on the second level of the main grandstand. You can go there and sign up before the race is $400. If there's over 60 entries, that will be three seats. Mm -hmm. So it's a great value. Yes. Three seats to the National Horse Players Championship in Las Vegas. Uh, so if there's 60 or under entries, there's two top two uh, get a, get an entry. But even if they get 61, yeah, three three births. Yep, I'm, you get a, a chance at the million dollar prize yeah. there. Uh, you also get, um, I believe, four nights paid. Yeah, you get. At, your, uh, it's been a Treasure Island, treasure then, and Island. you get food credit. They'll pay for your travel. So, yeah. uh, and and like we've said in the past few weeks, if you're just mainly a quarter horse player and you've wanted to get into the NHC tournament, but maybe thoroughbreds aren't your strong point, this is the contest for you. This is the perfect storm to, to do that as well. All right, let's dive into the program. Race number one, we're going to look at four furlongs four here, thoroughbreds, $2,500 claiming tag. Curtis, this is a field of six. The morning line favorite is going to be Freaky Monique, but Freaky Monique has been in Colorado yes. running in Arapaho, now returns back to Los Alamitos 
We know she loves to show that speed. Is she going to be your pick? You know, if she didn't win that last race in, in Arapahoe, I probably wouldn't have used her. Mm -hmm. But it looked like maybe she was coming around. She needed a little time to figure out the surface there in Arapahoe. She comes back here. We see four furlongs is, you know, that's her suited distance. She's already won twice there at the $5,000 level. She comes back here. She's going to drop in for $2,500. she has been off three months. You know, I, I think she's just going to be the speed of the field with ultimate game. And Ron Answer's going to gonna press early uh, but i don't think ron's ron's answer can can really go with freaky moniki here and i like th that she's got a little bit of versatility that she can pass horses and draws draws a good post so i'm gonna go with here in the first and i gotta give her credit because once upon a time she wouldn't pass horses if she didn't make the clear lead yeah. she would throw in the towel exactly that was one of my angles against her so given that she came from off the pace last time out i'm a little bit worried about her but i'm staying with the local runner a no ultimate game. I've I'm I'm been one of those horses that I've always been kind of on. Mm -hmm. I hasn't shown a win here at Los Al for a while, but I like the speed. Kelly McDade, who was in a bit of a slump, is now picking back up. Last yes. week she had a few winners. She looks uh, she looks good in the saddle once again. I'm gonna pick ultimate game on top. Freaky Monique with a local experience and slightly off the pace is gonna be the the second choice. Then for third, Ron's answer there. Eric Garcia, Jorge Farias, a horse that has been leading. At first call in the last four starts, we know he's she's going to be rolling. How fast can she go and how far can she take him? Mm -hmm. It's going to be the question. So for me, four, five, three to begin the night. Yeah, I agree with ultimate game. Um, it looked like maybe the claim wasn't working out for Robert Lucas, but in that last race, after a troubled start, I uh, was dueling there and was going against Who Loves Eddie, who I believe was a big favorite yep. th uh, that night, and just weakened in the end. But I think uh, maybe Robert Lucas is finally getting this horse going. Uh, Kelly stays aboard here, so you get that weight break. So I like ultimate game for second. And then in third, I'm going to go with the two Miss Bliss here for Jerry Wallace. You know, tried 3,200 last time and just really was never in contention. So drops back down here. And I think this horse is going to be sitting behind the three, four, and five as they are going to go and all try and ding-dong it on the lead. So should get the, the stocking trip, but I think it's really going to have to step up the game, but it's going to have to close down the stretch. Yeah, so we're going to, you know, we expect all those runners to take plenty of play, so I think it's going to be a formful start to the night. I really can't make case for the one winning this race. So recap, I'll go 4-5-3. 5-4-2. Right, race number two, the second half of, of the early double here. We got a, a few runners that we've seen throughout the year kind of ding-donging and having a, some good starts. 870 yards is the is distance here. And Curtis, lock of the night. Lock of the night for me. Already? Man. Already. Race number two. We keep it simple. Okay. And this is probably the most repeated lock of the night throughout the year. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, I mean, you have to be the three. Uh, hot Bob. Hot Bob. Is How many? Is like... this the third or fourth lock of the night? All right, so let's go back. He's, he's won three of five. Mm-hmm. Three of six here Los Al, but we really jumped on him after that local start here. Yes. So he was the lock of the night back on the 26th of May, got the job the job done. Was the lock of the night again because he was in the morning line period in June, got the job done. I picked him on top in July, but he wasn't locked because he was a morning line favorite. Mm -hmm. And then he was the lock of the night in that August effort, just beaten uh, by a head there. And last time out, I did not pick him on top. So now we're back on Hot Bob. I think he's going to sit a great trip. We know he doesn't need the lead. Mm -hmm. And I think Monty is all speed. And I think Hot Bob is going to be sitting right there, 
trying to make that move and sweep up for the win. Yeah, you know, when I started thinking a little bit more about this race, uh, but all my, my picks were in, so yeah. I had to roll with them. But Hot Bob, it kind of reminds me when I picked against Monty, I picked towards the light that night. Yeah. And I thought the same thing, could sit a nice trip and hopefully scoop up Monty, who was uh, taking on tougher that night, was going into the allowance race. Well, here, Monty's facing open company for the first time. You know, goes from 8,000 to 6,250, but... You know, this is an open 6250. I think these horses are a lot better than the 6250 indicates. Yeah. So I think there'll definitely be some claims out of here. But I, I had to hand it to Monty. You know, been running really good times. 4516, 4521, I mean, these are lights out times, almost stakes caliber times. Uh, just have to break the 45 second barrier there and draws inside a hot bob. Yeah. So I'm just going to see how far Monty can take it here All in a right, second. So you're going Monty. I'm going with hot bob as my lock of the night. Of course, I think Monty is the main threat. But for third, I'm going with the with the house horse. Chuck Trees here. Oof. I think every day there was, I was impressed with that win last time out. Don't get me wrong. That yeah. was a sharp win. But I just don't think there was enough quality in that field to I rival the two and the three. I agree. Correct? So I, I definitely think the four is going to be sharp as well but i'll go three two four here with the lock of the night being hot bob yeah just a little bit different order here i, I went two three four you know thankful every day is going to sit the trip i just i'm with you there on uh, how tough was that feel because shadow op is another keith craig mile runner who, who's like monty yeah. all speed but i think monty's definitely better uh than shadow op and I like Thankful Every Day to outclose, you know, Stoney's Mr. Cruiser is a good closer, yes. but I think he likes being on the inside a lot more than the outside, so I think that's going to work against him. And uh, the 6-4 Gales uh, does have speed, but that was running against in the daytime, so maybe he's not going to flash that early quickness returning to the nighttime. Question for you is, do you think Chuck could put in a claim for Hot Bob? I know you told him once, I was like, yeah, I, I wish he would have a long right, time yeah. ago. Now, <laughs> do you think do you can do you think it's still viable to put in a claim? Yeah, I could see maybe maybe going Monty, maybe Hot Bob. We'll you know we'll have to see which one. Because if you think about it, this is the lowest Hot Bob has been since he was up for thirty two hundred. That's what I mean. A lot of these horses in here, uh, you got really quality runners and could easily go right back up to yeah, eight thousand. Yeah. You, you could. St I think this would be an inter interchangeable eight thousand dollar race. So I think you could claim either one of these and go right up and somebody takes your horse, you run a good race and they claim for eight, you make a little profit. All right, so that's a that's race number two. Race number three here. Uh, we're going to have our first stakes race of the night here and it is, this is the Stotts Equipment Stakes. And for people that are betting the courses on Friday night, you might see the Tack Me Up is scratched on Friday Yeah. to run in here. Seven to five on the morning line, Tack Me Up. He looked terrific last time out. Yes. Are you... With or against the lay steel? You know, I taught Caleb into throwing this horse in that one yes, night, uh -huh. and and he praised me. But tonight, I gotta go against Tack Me Up. Even after that superb effort uh -huh. at 350 yards, Ooh. I'm gonna you know just try and catch a little bit of a. Oh, uh, you're going Striver, right? No, no, no. What? I'm going the three delayed steel. Oh, yes, okay. I'm gonna go with a little bit of a price. You know, it's only a five horse field, yes, so you gotta take what you can get here, but. I thought Delayed Steel looked awfully well going in that maiden win last time out, won by a length and a half, and Ramon wasn't really moving. Before that, uh, was a, had a game effort there in the fraternity trial after a bump start, but what I really am going to key in on here is the debut effort when he gave Tack Me Up all he could handle out, at a uh -huh. big price there was 16 to 1, but he was only a neck back and they were going the whole time, so hopefully just uh, the added 50 yards this time, Delayed Steel can uh, outfinish Tack Me Up. And by the way, yeah, I think you're you're gonna get the third choice at post no matter what 
I think so, Because yeah. I think the two is going to take the, the favoritism. The four is going to get bet because already being a multiple futurity finalist in yes. the year, uh, already earned 103000 for Juan Carlos Chavez. So I think no matter what, I think you should get the third post-time choice in the late seal. I'm going with the gate speed of Striver, just drawing outside the main two rivals. If this horse breaks like she always does, you know, draw a line through that effort last time out. If she breaks like she did early in her career, I think she's going to get the jump on these on these runners. She's not the best finisher. I think 350 is probably her optimal distance. I agree. But I think if she gets a jump out of the gate, and given how Vinny has been riding the eyes of late on these quarter horses, I'm going to take a shot here with Striver from post number four. I'll go four, two, three. Pretty obvious for those three. Yeah, I went three, two, four. You know, tack me up, just like we said. Already qualified for two fraternities. Definitely the horse to beat here. And Striver qualifying to three. Uh... Vinny's been breaking these horses out of the gate. Last time was just off slow and bumped at the start. But, you know, the question is, can she get the start on delayed steel and tack me up and try and hold him off on the end? It's going to be the question there to ask. So that's the first six race of the night in race number three. Race number four, the closeout leg of the early pick four. We got the Stablewood Farm Stakes, 400 yards is the distance. Field of eight set to post. Moonlight favorite is going to be tough to figure at a slight two to one. Who's going to be your pick here in this race? I'm going to go to the two with You uh, Can Fly, okay. Mike Castle and Caesar. Um, last time just ran into a, 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 monster. a, a monster effort who yeah. uh, we're going to talk about later, mm -hmm. uh, who's in the Z-Wayne Trials, Riptide. Uh, Riptide just looked amazing that night, went 1665, yeah. but You Can Fly didn't really break that night and rallied nicely, uh, outfinished We Like Corona, who isn't uh, the same We Like Corona from the past, but Correct. still outfinished that horse. Uh, I just like the way uh, that she was moving late and she's run against... Uh, a lot of tough horses, thermonuclear energy, zooming for spuds. You, you know, you can see Miss Jess knockout. Uh, but another key here, get Caesar back aboard. And Caesar's ridden this horse really well both times that I see on the page. Has one win and then a fifth, only losing by a neck. So hopefully Caesar can reunite this horse and get her going again. I can't talk you off and you can fly. Uh, this was a race where I had a very tough time separating the top three. Uh, I went 6-5-2, but I can, I can go three deep where I can jumble them around, mm -hmm. and either way, it's it's kind of like a little bit of flip point for me, who I was going to pick on top. Yeah. I just think it's a three-horse race, and I think they're all evenly matched. I'll go yeah. five, I'll go six, five, two. I'll give the edge to Tough to Figure just slightly, just because of that that good run last time out. Tough to Figure has been a, a runner that, for me, she's always teased to be kind of one of the horses in the, in the middle to higher kind of stakes caliber runners. Yes. But she never put it all together back to back. That's what's uh, been holding her back. But I like the win last time out. She's been freshing. And I think if she can get a little bit of that gate to be back, she's going to be tough to beat. So 6-5-2 for me, pretty obvious with those top three. Yeah, I, I had tough to figure in second. Uh, the one big angle uh, you mentioned uh, just has never put two races back to back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, that she's really going to have to do well here tonight to beat Maggie Durant and you could fly and like you said I went uh, five Maggie Durant there you know had lost the form but Maggie Durant in the past was, was a top uh, filly here and then ran that lights out 1538 at the 300 yard distance but stretching back out to the 400 yards uh, Lynn Melton's really gonna have to get this filly to go forward and ma make another step again we'll just see if she can repeat that 1538 but I see 2002 2026 I don't think this race is going to go too fast. I think it's going to go yeah. uh, low 1990s, I'm assuming. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with the same horses. I'm going 265. All right, that's race number four. Race number five, it is the Dreams Come True Ranch Stakes, 
$25,000 is the purse. 400 yards, a compact field of five. And Curtis, am I reading this right? Lock of the night coming up here? That's right. Lock. It's going to be, we're not even going to get into the later part of the card wow. before we get our locks away. I'm going to go to the two. Just bet me. This horse, ever since coming to Rodolfo Viramontes, has, has really blossomed. You know, uh, Ramiro Lazo Lopez had this horse. It wasn't running that well. And Ramir, uh, Rodolfo Viramontes got this horse. It, it has looked like a monster ever since. You know, didn't really break that well last time in a field of five. I just love the acceleration. Outfinished one hot habit who uh, I have picked later on tonight. Uh, then on Champions Night looked really well uh, against wait, Diamond wait, wait, Blue wait, wait. Eyes. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. What? What is going on here? What? Is there something? Wait, what is going on? Your lock in the night is just bet me? Yeah, of course. But I'm looking at the consensus in the Nightlands, and you have Twisted Sifter on top. What is going on here? Wait, are you telling me the professor is playing games hey, with consensus again? I'm just I told you, you I'm just about what you, he does. I'm just telling you what's printed in the line lines. I'm seeing the Hitman's top three picks. Twisted Sifter on top. Just met me and mesmer mesmerizing. What's going on? Yeah, I tell professor, you can't do this. There's thousands <laughs> of dollars being wagered here. You cannot get the emails wrong. So, again, here's just another one. He's trying to retain the title wow. by switching my picks. I mean, who does he have in there? All right. All right. So, on top, he has Twisted Sifter, yes. Just Bet Me, Mesmerizing. The Hitman, Twisted Sifter, Just Bet Me, Mesmerizing. So, he doesn't want to lose any ground in so that he's, race. He's canceling your picks in that race. Well, don't worry. I'm, I'm setting the record straight now. Lock of the night. Right. Just Bet Me. And then I'm going Twisted Sifter to Mesmerizing. All right, so lock of the night there for Curtis coming with, with uh, Just Bet Me. And guess what? I'm not even going to add anything to it because my top three, Just Bet Me on top, is my pick as well. Okay. The five, Twisted Sifter for second, and the four, is Mesmerizing for third. Nothing to add to. I think Just Bet Me. We talked about this horse was very game on California Breeder Champions Night, second at 6-1 to one behind Diamonds Blue Eye. Mm -hmm. Sort of gave me a very nice exacta. Remember that night? I had uh, Diamonds Blue Eye on top. I think, what, 11 to 1 or 15 to 1 or something yeah. like that. Uh, so Jess Bet Me there has been good to me. I like the improvements in switching to this barn. I like her uh, head on top as well. So 254 for me and 254 for Curtis exactly. as well. We have to talk with Professor G. We have to talk with Professor I G. I told you. So, uh, when George first started, I said, make sure you check your email because <laughs> he'll switch them around on you and try and get away with it. All right, race number six, the grade one Cox Ranch Distance Challenge Championship, $100,000 on the line. Field of six, Mahoney and Tackleberry coming in from Zia, Ridoso, Albuquerque, Sunray, the New Mexico Invader, 7 to 5 on the morning line for Chris Odell and Vinny Bednar. I'm going to, right to it. I'm, I'm going Mahoney and Tackleberry. The main thing, I think the best 870 horse in the country is Zoom and Racer. Yeah. Who, uh, he's not here tonight, or for tomorrow night uh, for these races. But Mahoney and Tackleberry took it to this horse twice. Yes. He was DQ'd last time when he beat Zoom and Racer. And then three outs back, he dueled, and he was right there the whole way with Zoom and Racer. Before that, reeled off three victories in a row. But... You know, two outs back there in the Bill Reed had to steady briefly. It doesn't show that in the comments lines, but, you know, just finished evenly. So you could throw out. It wasn't a poor effort. He had an excuse. But I like that this horse has a little bit of uh, versatility that has shown that he can pass horses or go to the front end. I think that's pretty huge here. Yeah, so Mahoney and Tackleberry is going to be your pick. This is where my long shot play of the night comes in. No, it's not the one at 6-1. to one. 
No, it's not the three at eight to one. Mm -hmm. How about the four Amir Icon fifteen to one? I went back, dug the tapes, rewinded, yes. reloaded, pressed fast forward. As all good handicappers should do. And I went all the way back to the distance challenge at Turf Paradise in April. When this horse faced Mickey War, Rare Red, he's a bugging. Yes. They're basically this is a rematch of that distance. And what did I see? Amir Icon loaded with run in the last final yards. Steady behind horses. Should have won that race. Now, he's had a few efforts against claiming $10,000 levels here at Los Al, mm -hmm. But those are some sharp runners. Pick one, Hot Bob, Rocky Show, El Coreano. A little bit off efforts. Has been off now. Been freshened. Matt Phelps can pop at a price. This is going to be my long shot play of the night. I'm going with the four. Amir Icon on top. Mickey Ward, the other Matt Phelps runner, is going to be my second choice. Okay. And then Mahoney and Tackleberry is going to be my third choice. So four, six, two for me. Long side of the night, Amir Icon. Yeah, I agree with Mickey Ward. Uh, this is a horse that knows uh, Low Sal. Last time, maybe it was just a speed sharpening there at 550, but broken, bumped repeatedly, lost all chance. So you can throw out, but I like that he draws outside. He's got his main man, Jorge Bordeaux, coming in, mm -hmm. who won that, that challenge race you spoke of. He won it by uh, five and a quarter lengths. Uh, draws outside here, but he is, is really going to have to take another step forward, but I think he is second best in here. My long shot, he, he's only sitting at nine to two, yeah. but is a big question mark for me is the five. He's yeah, a bug in here. Uh -huh. He comes in. I went and watched all his replays. He, he was racing against lesser foes, but this is a big horse who takes a little bit of time to get going, and sometimes he just breaks slow, but he can rush up, and he really gets going late. But if he makes any mistake at the gate, it could be all over here for him. And uh, don't forget, Hector Magallanes has been a trainer that has done well from out of state. He's had runners consistently here since, I want to say, the PCQHRA weekend. Yeah. Where we had a lot of the out-of-state connections. He brought some runners, and he stayed here throughout. He's run a few of them. So he's looking for a big win here with he's a bugging. So recap, I'll go 462. 2-6-5. All right, race number seven, the John Deere Juvenile Challenge Championship. Grade 2, 350 yards. Two-year-olds here, field of 10, one-nine favorite is going to be the seven, just send it. Shout out to Paul Jones and Keen Nelson, Ramon Sanchez. These, they were the much-troubled favorites in the Wild West Futurity. Five to two on the morning. Who's going who's gonna to be your pick here in race number seven? I'm going right to the winner of the Wild West, going KR High Five yeah, along the rail. Like Jaime that. Gomez, uh, Jose Nicasio. I think this horse has been improving each start at Los Alamitos. I, Maybe we still haven't even seen the best. You know, had a troubled start last time and rallied. Same thing before that, broken, bumped, and strong finish. I think is drawn along the inside. Won't get into too much trouble with the two singles crews who can have trouble breaking at times. He can get away, and uh, we're going to get second choice here Ooh, over just yeah, send it. I, I think so. No so, matter what, I think the seven, the seven will get bet, right? Yeah, because, I mean, he was he was the favorite going in yes. there. I think we all thought it was just send its race to lose, and... Just we didn't even get to see it run. No, just uh, lost all chance there at the start. But so I think that's another uh, little bit of added value here for KR High Five, a horse uh, that you know has won three in a row, and you're going to get three to one here again in the John Deere. And I actually like the inside post. You know, mm -hmm. I like the rail. He's won from the rail before. Three starts back. He's he's got that being on the rail. He's got that extra little wiggle room to kind of get into stride. But he he can finish. Yeah, he just needs a little bit of room to get going. So I'm going to pick KR High Five on top as well. Just send it for second. No surprises there. Um, he was ultra impressive in that trial win two starts back behind Ladies of Cartel. Ladies of Cartel is a sharp runner yes. as well. Uh, so just send it is going to be my second choice. And Capital Grill at 8-1 to one is going to be my third choice there for John Cooper 
uh, Eddie Garcia jumping aboard for the first time. A horse that second behind Coleman 42nd, Coleman 47, second behind Esteline, uh, uh fell last time out and was walked off the track. Eddie Garcia jumping aboard for the first time is interesting to me at 8 to 1. So I'll go 1, 7, and 8 here in the John Deere Challenge Championship. Yeah, I went uh, 1, 7, and then I'm going to go to the two horse singles cruise, uh, the Canadian Invader yeah, mm -hmm. from Century Downs. Uh, the only horse this horse has lost to is a horse that my dad picked out in the Los Al Equine sale, uh, a half to Tuffy, I believe, always right. Yeah. So Chuck Stojan, we got some Los Al connections there. Mm. But she rallied really nice last time, but two outs ago in that fraternity trial, just broke slow, really came flying on at the end. Saul jumps aboard, uh, goes to, you know, Paul Jones, top quarter horse trainer. Hopefully he can get this one moving forward. I just think needs a, a good start, and maybe we'll get a. Finally, uh, I'm I'm looking for a horse from out of town yep. to uh, get a straightaway race here in the seven. All right. The recap. I'll go one seven eight. One seven two. Race number eight, the final pick three of the night, the Adequan Derby Challenge Championship. Great three here. A hundred and fifty thousand dollars is the purse. Field of ten set to post. Morning night favorite is going to be the five horse SE Vapor Trail, who seems to love here this track. Mike Robbins, Jesus Ayala, they're going to be breaking from post number five. Are you with or against NSC Vapor Trail? I didn't even use SC wow. Vapor Trail. I just I chucked like it this. out completely. I like this. Uh, I'm going with You know someone. what? Yeah, go ahead. SC Vapor Trail is not in my top three as well. Oh, so there you go. I, I mean, Are we going to get burned that, here? No. I think we, we talked about some of these older Ro uh, Robbins runners who, yeah. who tend to, to tease, but... Yeah, I'm going to the three. Me, Amor, Secreto, here for my favorite We agree. Here. Wow. Uh, from out of state, mm -hmm. uh, the Carrizales family. Yes. Uh, Santos Carrizales. We got Edamiro Carrizales. Uh -huh. uh, I actually singled this horse uh, three back and four back uh, in those challenge races. He beat Corona Ranger. He beat yes. SC Vapor Trail and actually beat SC Vapor Trail in that fraternity trial going in there. But this horse has a strong late kick. He just needs to get out of the gate to show it. After those races, went on to face really tough horses that, you know, some of the top in the country. Intense Fire, Hierarchy, Believe Me, Irene, Papa's Paint, those are all some of the top horses at Riodoso. So being within three quarters of a length in that one, uh, had trouble in the first down dash, I think is back in here with the easier company. Let's just get out so we can show that light kick. You know what? This is going to be a key race here because Professor G has SE Vapor Curl on top. So this could be a deciding race for the belt right here in race number Does eight. he have the three at all? He's got, you know, more secreto for second. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. okay. So he's sitting pretty. I was hopefully maybe he'd just <laughs> throw, him, throw her out completely. But. No, I, but I agree with you with Mia more secreto. A horse that we've seen do well at Ridoso, a horse that we see do well at Houston, at Sam Houston. Uh, didn't get out to a great start last time out and just ran a, a flat effort. It's been freshened. Gets the flipping halter here back at LaSalle. I think the three is going to run a big race here for the Curry Salads connection. So I'll go three, seven, ten. The seven wall cut there. A horse, four wins in a row. Has won five out of the last six. Uh, has won two stakes in those events. And has looked good luck doing it there. Mm -hmm. uh, a game winner last time out by a neck. But uh, had to work for it. And I like that the second place finisher was clear by about a length of the third place finisher. So... Walcott is legitimate, legitimate for me in this spot. Five for nine lifetime. Loves to win races. I think he's the main threat to the three. The 10, Corona Ranger. A horse that just ran behind Mia Secreto three starts back. 
Uh, actually, yeah. Well, he, yeah, behind me, I'm more three yep. starts back. Yeah. Uh, I like the outside draw here. Agustin Silva, the regular rider that was aboard those efforts, re ships out to right here for John Steinman. John Steinman, I think the outside post is here, is key here for this for this horse there. So, three, seven, and ten for me in race number eight. Yeah, seven, uh, we were talking earlier. I think Walcott is. Uh, Probably the biggest invader that I, I left out that I'm yeah. a little bit scared of because this horse carries a lot of gate speed, has been rolling lately. I just thought it was at Arapaho and Prairie Meadows, and I go back to the uh, the challenge race. He was against Miamor Secreto and, and Corona Ranger SC Vapor Trail and ran fourth in there, so that's why I didn't include him, but I think he does have a shot if he gets out. I went to the eight, Painted Dynasty oh, for a okay. second. going to have eight to one here. Uh, beat High Valley Girl. Uh, that is the four in here and Valero, uh, the six. Mm -hmm. uh, this horse, if he gets out, uh, can be right there, but it looks like it's it's an all or nothing. It's either he breaks and is right there, or he doesn't break and he's, and he's nowhere it. near yeah. it. So I'm hoping uh, that Jason Olmstead uh, gets this horse ready. It could pop and drop a nice little price. And then I'm going to go to the outside 10 Corona Ranger, who uh, we liked when it first debuted yep. here, but was along the inside. Stumbled and, and got forced in a little, but I thought finished out really well to, to Platkey and Favorite Bling, uh, the two horse in here. Uh, but draws outside here, and like you said, regular rider Augustin Silva comes in. Uh, Stonbaugh must think this horse is ready. He, he needs his main man in the saddle. Mm -hmm. So Corona Ranger, I believe it was on uh, Burgart's list as long shots to watch for this night as well. So give him a big look on the outside. Yeah, all right, recap, three, seven, 10? Three, eight, 10. All right, there's two races left. You know what time it is? The Late Daily Double. And this is a very good Late Daily Double. We got the AQHA Distance Challenge Championship, grade one, $100,000 here is the purse, 400 yards, a field of 10. The morning night favorite is gonna be one sweet racy, even money on the line. Are you with or against? I am with One Sweet yeah. Racy. I yeah. think this is going to be one of the keys for everybody. Um, you know, at one time ran second in the All-American Derby there uh, for Trey Wood. Came out to Los Al for Jaime Gomez. It just didn't work. So, you know, returned to Remington and, and Trey Wood's care and Mike Joyner. Kind of returned to form. Then came out to Chris O'Dell and this horse looked like her old self again. Really ran well. Then came back out again. Beat one hat habit and duck dash and go in that challenge race. And then right there again in the Millie Vessels. Uh, was poised uh, to run a big one again, but just raving on the comeback. Just ran a really strong race there at 1952. Uh, I think if just raving wasn't in there, uh, one sweet race, he was definitely your winner. So I, I think looks double tough here in the ninth. Yeah, just, it's just tough to build a case against this one. Just raving stamped uh, herself as a horse to watch in the champion of champions. She's sitting in the bench there waiting for, for the big event. Uh, but yeah, nothing wrong with running second behind that horse. Uh, two wins before that. Just look at the record. Three wins, five seconds, four starts. She always seems to be in the mix of things. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be tough to beat her, so I'm going to pick her on top as well. But if there's someone that can beat her out of the gate, it's going to be the six, Duck Dash and Go. Okay. And I think that she's drawn right next to the to the five. Once we're racing, I think Duck Dash and Go could get the jump on. And if Jose Nicasio outbreaks his brother, Adonis Nicasio, I think he's going to be looking to drift out of it. Take you over, think there's going to be take, some gain? Take a little bit over that brothers? pass. I mean, Jose Nicasso has been terrific out of the gate. Monte Arosa, shout out to a fellow, po fellow podcast listener. Mm -hmm. I think we're up to nine listeners now. Excellent. So we're growing by the minute. <laughs> Duck Dash and Go there is going to be my main threat to the five. And then the long shot play in this race. 12 to 1, tickle your fancy on the outside for Hector Magallanes, a horse that loves to win races. 14 for 25 lifetime. 
off slow last time out. That was the first time with Sal. Now she's gotten time to uh, to get used to the surroundings. She got some experience last time out. Draws the outside. You got a high percentage trainer and a high percentage winning horse. Second time out of LaSalle on the outside post. 12 to 1. You could build a case there. So 5, 6, 10 for me here in race number 9. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with you on Tickle Your Fancy. I, I put her in the third position. Um, I think was one of the, the better Magallanes runners uh, to come in from out of state. Yep. Uh, I think we've expected a lot better efforts than shown. But has just had trouble. Uh, in the Los Al debut and before that uh, another troubled beginning so but before that the form was lights out so I'm gonna go to this one again on the outside hopefully can just get a better start here uh, with no runners to the outside of her and maybe we can finally see what this filly has to offer for second I went to the nine one hot habit who's uh, been a teaser yep. I think uh, there's been uh, at times we think this is going to be one of the better fillies yeah. uh, on the ground it has, has a big light kick but uh, just couldn't get up almost Closed on one sweet re uh, racy in that challenge race. Only lost by a neck after being down by over a length. And just the question is, can she be close enough early to run down one sweet race? That is the question for one sweet habit. One hot habit, excuse me, but no doubt that she's talented. All right, recap, I go 5, 6, 10. 5, 9, 10. All right, race number 10, the featured event. The grade one Bank of America Challenge Championship. $250,000 on the line. Field of 11 here yes. in the Challenge Championship. 440 yards, the classic quarter horse distance, three yards and up. The winner ends, earns a berth into the grade one champion of champions. Who is going to be the winning horse, Curtis? I'm going to the two. Katie, Whoa. easy move. Monty, let's go. Yes. Get him ready. I want to see that same effort last time. If this but, horse goes 21-38 again, we're going to the winner's circle. And, and, and the first 200, 300 yards last time out? He looked like a winner. Yeah. He looked like he was going to win it yeah, he, at 33 to 1. Usually, I don't like horses that break that good, but this horse has been breaking sharp and, and been there early against. And I love the way it finished um, in that challenge race with BH Lisa's Boy and Hold Air Hostage, where the story was BH Lisa's Boy Correct. running down Hold Air Hostage. But if you look, Katie's Easy Moves was finishing Surging, just yeah. right there. So I think definitely the forgotten horse there. Uh, looked really strong last time. Almost stole it there at 33 to one. I think th this is a, an easier field uh, to say. You know, it doesn't have Helix Hot, Bodacious Eagle, Tarzanito. Those horses, I think, uh, were really on their game right now. So uh, that's three runners you don't have to worry about. I think BH Lisa's boy uh, is her main rival here. But I'm gonna try and get Monty Rosa and Eduardo Acosta here agree in the again. Challenge Championship. We agree again. Kitty's easy moves. Look, if I can get three to one, I'm betting to win. Okay. I don't know if we're going to get 3-1, to one, but all I know is that if he runs like he's been running the last four starts, mm -hmm. he should win this race. Exactly. I mean, that was, we talked about, that was for sure the best Robert Boniface Los Alamitos Invitational Championship ever. Yes. We talked about how strong that field was, and this horse was looking like a winner up to the last final yards or so. So, Eduardo Nicasio stays aboard. If Katie's easy moves repeats that effort, I think everybody else is running for second. Who's running for second? BH Thesis Boy, the other quality runner. The big thing for me, reuniting with Caesar the Alba. Yep. Caesar holds the keys to this horse. If there's one horse that I thought, oh, I think tonight's a night to play against and yeah. has always proven me wrong, it's BH Thesis Boy. Uh -huh. Whenever he always tends to fire when Caesar's aboard, and I think Caesar getting back aboard is going to be a good thing for BH Thesis Boy. And then I'll go to the outside. I can't believe you're tossing Holder Hosage. You're going to go quitting? with them? You're quitting? I mean, I. 
the way he's been finishing 440 <laughs> is not to this horse's liking. I mean, nobody is a bigger fan of Holder hostage. Uh, I, I can come out here and tout him all the time, and he's made me look like an idiot. I figured he would come out to Los Al, and he would already be uh, one of the favorites to win the champion of champions, yeah. but the way it's going, uh, I just I, I couldn't go with him tonight. So I'm interesting. I'm going 2411. How are you going in this spot? I'm going to go right next to him. I'm going to go 2-4-10. Corona jump one. Okay. Uh, the Brazilian runner. Uh, I think this is a race they've been pointing to all along. First time at Los Al. Uh, was hard to ride down there along the inside. We'll just throw a line through that. Last time out was finishing a little bit better. And so I, I think this horse has been pointing to the, the Bank of America the whole time. It's drawn next to Holder, where I don't think going to get in too much trouble because of how good a breaker Holder hostage is. Um, I'm just going to hopefully see that this horse likes the extra distance here. It hasn't even gone 400 at Los Al, but you see in the form in Brazil has won two 440-yard races. Yeah, this horse, you can build a long shot case, that's for sure, especially a horse that only has one local start. I don't think we've seen the best of this horse, but that's definitely an interesting long shot, and I think you're going to get a pretty good price. I think so, yeah. I. I, I maybe just a cowboy was one I was looking at that probably would have taken uh, some price in there, but I think Corona be gone fast and has to. I think they'll. I don't think they'll get bet that much, and maybe because of the Paul Jones connections and Ramon Sanchez, he might get bet down a little. But I don't see him going under fifteen to one. That's the field of eleven for the Grade One Bank of America Challenge Championship, the classic quarter horse distance of four hundred forty yards. And Curtis and I are in agreement. Kitty's easy moves repeats that effort. He's the horse to beat. All right, before we look ahead into Sunday's C1 Griffin trials, two trials there to determine the last couple of, I think the, right now it's two. Yeah. It could be more depending on what things change in the next month or so. But right now there's two spots, two spots up for grabs in the C1 Griffin yeah. director's trials. Yeah, I think Jesse's first down uh, holds one berth. Uh, from winning the Remington Park Championship. I don't think Jesse's first down is probably going to come out. Uh, the question mark, I think, is will Hot Stepper come out? Uh, I, I think we're hoping to see him come out for the Champion of Champions. Uh, I think I've heard the connection say they are uh, pointing towards mm -hmm. coming out here, but uh, if those horses don't come out, that could be possibly two more bursts. All right, that is going to be races 8 and 9 on eight and nine on Sunday night here at Los Al. Two trials, the two fastest earn Burts to the champion of champions so we're going to see a lot of interesting quality runners coming out of the robert boniface for example mm -hmm. and the championship uh, turn back here in this spot so 400 yards is the distance race number eight there the first trial of two field of seven and the morning favorite is going to be he said a fire at four to five does he get in does he make it back into the champion of champions I think he's going to have to run really well. Uh, I don't think he's looked the, the same, even in even in the Spencer Childers. Uh, I, I think they ran him a little sick. Uh, he did well in that, but last time out, he did not look good last time. Uh, they were kind of babying him in the in the paddock when I was watching him on the, on the TV screen. Mm -hmm. I really hadn't seen that before. Jose Flores says he is doing well. Uh, this time around, he's doing a lot better than the last race. Uh, if he returns to form, I think he's definitely going to be uh, one of two, but I picked against him here. Ooh, who are you I, going with? I went to the five. Right. Uh, my One of my old favorites, Bodacious Eagle. Yeah. Uh, I went for Justin Joyner, Cody Jensen here. I had him there in the Robert Boniface. Uh, I was hoping he would upset he looks hot, but we just couldn't get him there. He was 10 to 1. 
but I think this is a horse that's in form right now, and there's no question marks about him. Uh, he breaks strong. Yankee to the inside yeah, you know, can, can break slow, so I think he'll probably have an open path to the inside, even if maybe he's a dash of fire, uh, bumps him a little. But I really like him to go straight and strong here in the eight. Ooh, Borisius Eagle there. Justin Joyner, Cody Jensen, of course, I just finished second last time out. You know what? That's the night I played a small. I hit the pick six, and I played a small ticket. Uh -huh. I didn't have but I just eagle. I went four deep, and you know, I know you and George liked them, but my ticket was already set, right? Yeah. But I was like, who's gonna? As a horse player, I'm like, who's gonna hurt me? If I don't have this horse, who's gonna hurt me? If he wins, yeah. And that horse was he looks hot uh -huh. because I've been a huge supporter of he looks hot. He was like my lock of the night two starts back when he ran a even fourth or whatever. So I had to use he looks hot slightly over. Bodacious Eagle, and I just got the bob there by ahead. But no doubt, Bodacious Eagle looks strong, but I'm not picking the five. Okay. I'm not picking the six. Okay. Now, you might be thinking, oh, you're picking Yankee. No, I'm not picking Yankee. Okay, good. I, I didn't want to, have to send you to get your head examined after I jumped on the Yankee bandwagon. <laughs> but, okay, who's your pick? Rip Tide. Okay, excellent. Can, can he run a good race like he did last time out? If he can... He's going to be in the mix of things. I mean, he was blazing fast last yes. time out. 16.65, was in hand, looked like a horse with a target. This horse crushed that night. Maybe we'll have to see how You Can Fly runs earlier in the card mm -hmm. on Saturday, and then maybe we can gauge if Riptide is going to, is going to live up to that very good her. But if he runs back to this, I think he can make it. I think he can get the jump on, on the 5 and the 6. I'm picking the three on top. Three, six, five for me here on trial on race number eight. Yeah, I like the same horses, five, six, three. Uh, we just we talk about those Robins horses yep. uh, being teasers. Uh, you Can Fly is a good horse. Is yes. it an upper tier horse? No, but he beat a horse like that like you should. Yes, He went exactly. 16.65, just a monster effort. I really think you're just picking this horse because it's gray. Uh, <laughs> that maybe, could be true. Maybe, yeah. but you're getting a great price yeah. here at eight to one. Uh, Jesus Ayala aboard, uh, that could be a nice little upset here in the 8th. But you know I would love to see Yankee in a big final going 440 <laughs> yards. You know I would. If he ever breaks, if he ever breaks, he, he, he's just, we know he can close. Now, what about this storyline? Go ahead. Oscar Andrade Jr. gets to ride for his dad, Oscar Andrade, who's the owner of Jess <coughs> Mas, for his mom, Elena Andrade, who's a trainer and who's also the breeder of Jess Moss, so a lot of ties yes. going to the one Jess Moss, and it's not like she's without a shot. She's no. she's a very nice filly. She draws a rail, young Oscar Andrade, fifteen to one on the rail. Yeah, how about your your fifth career start, and uh, you're riding a race Correct. to uh, qualify you to the champion of champions. But yeah, Jess Moss, you're going to get a good price on this horse. But you know, we have seen that it can be competitive if uh, she can just get out of the gate. She can hang in there. Uh, another long shot I hear firing tools for Jose Flores oh, is doing well I'm not a fan of that horse I'm just passing along uh, <laughs> some information that I heard but yeah I think the runners we talked about uh, uh, should be should be right there it, one of them is not going to be able to get in no. and who knows that might not even leave anybody to get in the ninth correct. race correct so uh, yeah I'm just going to go five six three all right so race number nine the second and final trial for the champion of champions we got a field of seven we agree that the first trial looks to be more heavily stacked mm -hmm. as far as quality, but Royalty's Authority is going to get the 2-1 to morning line favoritism from, from the rail. Cesar Diaba, the last time this horse he rode this horse, 
How about a grade two win there in the Kawia Bar? Mm-hmm. Are you with or against Royalties Authority? I'm with them. I think uh, this could finally be uh, the coming out party uh, that we've all hoped for Royalties Authority that you know we saw at the beginning of the year when he was reeling off those rapid wins early on. Then got tested for class there. You know, won the the Kawia Bar, but after that. You know, just kind of got lost in the mix there. It had to go against He's a Dash of Fire, but then came back again and Go Man Go. Uh, ran second to Tarzanito. Came back in the in the uh, Robert Boniface and got bumped both sides at the start. But draws along the inside here. Ran a monster race from the inside of 1668, going 330 yards. So I think this could be a really good race for Royalties Authority. I'm going to stick with him. Uh, he was my lock of the night way back when in the Kawia Bar at 7 2. Going to pick him on top here with Cesar Diaba reuniting. Uh, when this horse can get a little bit of a of a kind of class relief off of that big Los Alamitos championship field, I think this horse could be in a good spot. For second, I'm going to the three LDS back. A horse okay. that we know can close like with some of the best horse on the ground. Yeah. Also, he, he's kind of got that Yankee mentality. He doesn't really break, but when he breaks, he can really kick it on. Yep. Ramon Sanchez jumping aboard for the first time. Jaime Gomez has been using him more, Ramon Sanchez, uh, and he's been doing good for this barn. Oh, so yeah. I'll go one, three, and four, zooming for spots. Can, Mon- can Monte Rosa get zooming for spots, the winner of the 2016 Champion of Champions, back into this year's edition? Yeah. I, I like the same exact order. I like Ooh. one, three, and four. The only reason uh, I, I don't really like uh, zooming for spots is that he's already qualified for the champion of champions, so he doesn't necessarily need to win that race. I think they're just going the route they, they did last year, uh, and it worked their, to their advantage where they, they had a, a Z-Wayne race right before the, the champion of champions, and they only lost by a half a length there to Mr. PYC to you, and he's a dash of fire. So you're kind of looking at it like, you know, do you really need to run in this race? You, you just raced in October, but Monty's sticking with the training regimen, and hopefully he proves everybody wrong. It's going to be a fun on two trials, the last two spots for the championship champions up for grabs. So we covered Saturday, covered Sunday, but I've got I've got a little bit of question. I you know last time last week was it last week? I think it was last week. We're after the races. I'm walking out, and I you know we're walking out together, and I see you holding a little bit something in your arm, and what did I see? <laughs> oh, a hitman holding a signed picture from. Brett the Hitman Hart himself signed to Curtis. I mean, how did you get this connection? A fellow Twitter uh, follower who, okay. who has uh, become a, a Los Al follower, uh, uh, Danny Penuelos, okay, uh, is his name. He he's new to Los Al, but uh, he's a, a wrestling buff just like me. And and um, he went to the Bret Hart signing that they had, and he said, "Would you like me to get one?" Because uh, they had already sold out. Uh huh. So. I said, yeah, man, that would be awesome. You know, I, I have the glasses, I have the jersey, wow. and now I have uh, a signed autograph picture of him, so I need to get something framed. The wife wasn't really happy that much, but, <laughs> uh, you know, you, if you have one idol, you, you got to do what you can to get those autographs. Hey, shout out. What is his name again? Let's give him a shout out again. Danny Ponuelos. Hey, Danny. Great job. Great job. <laughs> hey, that, that was nice. That was nice. All yeah. framed and ready to go. Yep. I, I was really happy about it. You know, he, he didn't have to buy me the frame. Uh, but he did anyway, and uh, yeah, he's been playing uh, uh, Los Al a lot more. He's been making it out. He's actually not coming because he's going to the pay-per-view. Oh, really? So uh, he's not going to be able to get his belt buckle. Wait, where's the pay-per-view at? Uh, I believe it's uh, it's 
there's an NXT one, and then there's a one at Staples. Okay. And uh, so that's why he's not going to be ma- uh, able to make it out. But he said, "Would you be able to get me a belt buckle?" And I said, "You know what? You got me that picture. I get you two belt there buckles you go, if you want there them." There you go. So if, if maybe so he he's missing it for a big event. Yes. Hopefully it, this guy shows up. Oh yeah! If that guy shows up to the pay per view, <laughs> if he's scheduled to be there, yes. hey, it's worth it. Hey, he, he's uh, he's been battling lately. He's been fighting Shawn Michaels and Triple yeah. H, uh, a couple of the Attitude Era guys going at it. I mean, that's this guy. Oh Shawn God! Why do you have to play that? You know I'm a Hitman fan. <laughs> hey. Shawn Michaels is the scum of the earth. And the game too, as well. I no. hate Triple H. Oh man, it's <laughs> that 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 like the the screw job. Yeah, oh, Shawn God. Michaels. I mean, uh, no, you're bringing up horrible <laughs> flashbacks. But I hate Shawn Michaels. But if there's a guy I hate more, it's Triple, Triple H, H because all he was was Shawn Michaels' lackey. He's a, he's a he's a hateable character. Yeah, and everybody is put him up there in the top ten. I said, you know, he wasn't even in he wasn't even in the top five when he was an <laughs> Attitude Era guy. No. So how could you even put him in the yeah. top ten of all time? Yeah. Shawn Michaels was better. The Rock, yeah. Stone Cold, yeah. maybe even Mankind were better. Yeah, I don't know. You're getting me all heated up. <laughs> So that's that's a little bit of what yeah we, I I seen that big frame and I seen to Curtis I was like what Brett the Hitman Hart yeah that, thought, that was I, very special I thought he had gotten away here and and snuck away or done something I wish I could have met him that day <laughs> I'll just have to wait for the next time around all right so that's a little bit of uh of the races here at LaSalle anything else for the after show I think that's it time to go to work come out to LaSalle get your belt buckle bet on the AQHA Challenge Championship night here at LaSalle we're looking forward to next week. Two million trials next week. Yes, I mean the, the fun doesn't stop here at the end of the year. We we got two million. We have uh, champion of champions, and then uh, to cap it off, we always have uh, the Southern California Derby at the end of the year. We need to talk to Professor G. We need to talk to. Professor I told you. G. There's some funny things going around this place. I told you. Do people think that are conspiracy theories? And no, they are true, and I have evidence. All right, let, let's end the show on a good note. All right, shout out, shout out to Daniel for that for that for that Thank very you, nice sign picture. All right, Danny. Good luck with your bets. Thanks for getting that for Curtis. He'll have a couple of bell buckles coming your way. Yeah, thank you. And stay tuned. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get some from Professor G, and we'll figure out a giveaway. I want to give out to some people that are not local. I want to give away some <coughs> bell buckles here if they want it. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe we could have uh, some kind of trivia contest. Maybe yeah. we we come up with a trivia and uh, somebody just tweets at us. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, first person to get it, or maybe we throw names in a hat. Yeah. I, you know. I, as long as it doesn't go to Bailey. Nothing against Bailey, but she seems to win everything she wins on Twitter. Everything. Shout out to Bailey. She wins everything. She really does. Yeah, I, I, I haven't had the chance to meet her, but I mean, she's gotten trips and giveaways and all that. So She, she might be here this weekend. Shout out to Bailey. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've seen her come out for the, uh, she's come out with Max Clark yes. and uh, some, some of the other Twitter uh, groups uh, to Los Sal. I didn't get the chance to meet them. They just wanted to meet Ed Burgart. Yeah. You know, they didn't want to meet the chart caller. Robin got a shout out, like Good Night Robin or something? Yeah, Robin, uh, I think what we have Charles B. Yeah, uh, that he's always watching Los Al, a fellow follower. Uh, Jose Munez. Yep. Uh, Deb Martin. Yeah. He stays up late, so uh, we got a lot of deserving people. Shout out to Zach Weber or Weaver. Yes. What, what did we agree on, Weaver or Weber? I think Weber. Weber. I'm not sure. That's, he needs to that's make what his, I say. He needs to make his way down to Los Al. Yeah. Uh, just next time I told him. You know, why don't you guys come down to the press box? So you, know, I don't have, uh, I don't have lice or anything. It's okay. You can come <laughs> down and, and meet me. It might not be as exciting as uh, watching Ed Burgart call a race, but at least I get to say hello. Hey, come come up uh, to our little little VIP suite out here. We can, we can hang out as well. Yeah, they, maybe uh, one of them can come on for in the Los Ponies studio yes. here uh, to be a guest on the on the Ooh. podcast. Hey, it's 
When you get into the Los Portes studio, it's an exclusive, <laughs> exclusive studio upstairs up here. Also. All right, guys. So we'll see you next week. Two million trials. Looking forward to it. All right. Bye, everybody.